0: and we are live welcome back to on the king's dime it is currently monday night uh i'm just checking if the audio is actually working uh i don't think we're coming out what's going on let's let's just double check because i'm lucky i'm actually listening to it and you can actually hear us Uh, no audio is not coming through oh wait on nah no audio at the moment um just checking just checking can we pause oh this no it's thing? coming through yeah sh- it's coming through you sure yeah yeah there we go yeah. for some i don't know for some reason you know you, you don't do anything for uh two months and then you have to rebuild the entire thing and you forget how to do it but anyway we are back uh, a few technical difficulties we'll, we'll break through those we are here obviously to break down the uh, what, what, who was it 36ers I've just been watching the Perth game so I had Perth on the mind I was about to say Perth but it would be nice in a couple of weeks if we beat them for a third time on the season uh, but yeah we're back to break down what was a phenomenal game uh, I think a, a strange one o'clock tip-off was a bit of a weird time for a game of basketball I ended up driving up the uh, or down the M1 back to Sydney at the time hoping to listen to all on the radio but didn't end up doing that came all the way back and just thought nah clearing my schedule. I'm just going to watch this thing, sit down and watch it. And yeah, didn't disappoint at all. It was a, uh, it was a great game. Great finish as well. Great finish. Yeah. Your, uh, your video's struggling a little bit, but that's all we'll plow on. We can still hear you as always. uh, Like, and subscribe. We are on Facebook right right now live. We uh, put these up in replay on YouTube and then in audio format, you can also get us on uh itunes apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and on the anchor platform too i'm going to take these out because that's uh why i'm struggling there we go um but yeah as always yeah give us a like and subscribe rating and review uh working hard here for the Kings and after like a little bit of a struggling patch for about a month. It was a little bit like, ooh, I don't know what's going on with this team. We've reeled off, I think, five in a row now. Or was it six in a row? Are you there? I've lost you, I think. Nah, no, I think he might be gone. Wow. Tech is struggling tonight. Have some weeks off and uh, yeah, totally gone. But yeah, I'll pursue. He'll probably, probably come back in very soon but um, yeah fantastic fantastic to see this Kings team bounce back and I think largely due to Jalen Adams we're gonna mainly talk about how good he was uh, against Adelaide but I think in general he's he's come back and he's given us a bit of a spark uh, that we were kind of missing I don't know if we could have said back then it was a reliance on maybe using Jalen Adams in general Uh, but I certainly think I might be a little bit involved. I think Chase Buford's changed up the uh, program a little bit. We're playing a little bit less, just straight up five out, and um, you know I think that's kind of working a lot better. And then I think he's he's texting me. He's dead as yep. now. I'm you back. Know? Yeah, I'm what back. happened
1: there? Uh, my internet's bad because of the water logs. So.
0: Yeah. Now let me just. Uh, it's currently just a picture of me. So I'm just going to re-see re, re, uh, re if I can fix that. I apologize Having for a this totally, back order. Totally new, new system at the moment. Uh, but yeah, just just your thoughts on Jalen Adams in general while I try and fix your video.
1: Um, he's, he's legitimate, like a legitimate point guard. I think that um, he sees the floor extremely well. He shoots the ball well. He takes intelligent shots, um, and I thought he was legit. You know, watching him for the and you know a bit of time in Atlanta is that you know if he was three inches bigger, he'd be an NBA pointer. guard. That's that's real. He has the skill and the talent to and you know somewhat defensive prowess, but um, you know not to be. But we're lucky enough to, to get him here. But yeah, man, he was the he was the pickup of the season by, by a country mile. And it does help that the team is built small in a league full of shit big men. That's like, I just, that seems to be like we have terrible big men in this league at the moment. And this team seems to thrive against the lack of just big men.
0: I think, go, like going back a few months, a few months, maybe, you know. to to about three or four games into the season. We've just seen Jalen Adams. We know how good he is in general. But did we really expect this kind of level that he's kind of been playing the last few weeks? I honestly did. I
1: thought it was just purely purely game time. He hadn't played for like 15 months. And so, you know, he didn't get a lot of lead in. Um, He was injured. And so I actually expected this from him. And this is what, you know, if you see it, in the, and you know, you look at some of the guys from like, um, Josh Mudgett from and Josh Adams from um, from the Jack jumps. Like it's taken them ten games to win it, but they, they they're explosively good players and they're good quality. Um, and so I was expecting that kind of quality from him. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from RJ Hunter than just you know tic tacs. But that's um, unfortunately sometimes the way the cookie crumbles.
0: Yeah, which is a bit of a bit of a shame, but we've managed to uh, plug that gap, and we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, one of the one of the big things is, I didn't really expect Jalen Adams to just just go straight into scoring the ball like that scoring mode. I think it's something we've been crying out for for the last couple of seasons. We've had Casper Ware, and Casper, while he's had his strong points, I don't think he really hit the heights he hit when he was playing at Melbourne. Um, but to have Jalen Adams come in fresh. And just be able to knock down shots in general. Like I think that's one of the main things mm. that's really driven this upsurge in the last, you know, six six-ish weeks. Just hitting shots. Like I don't care where I am. I'm, uh, you know, it doesn't need to be a setup. It doesn't need to be off a screen. It can just be a, a drive, floater. He just makes makes scoring look easy. And I think it's it's a huge piece of why we've been a lot better. And it's kind of knitted the team together better in general. Like we haven't had to rely on jarell um, Cooks has been great sort of you know you don't have to rely on him as a main part of the scoring uh, and then having like Sean Bruce go back to the bench like a little bit I think there's a little little undertone of like okay Sean just rein it in a little bit um, I think that's that's also helped a lot as well
1: Yeah I think Sean Bruce has found his back, place back in the team he's starting to get his confidence back and starting to hit some buckets I, I think pressure kind of got to him a little bit there for a few games he's not really like a premier point guard but you know he hit some really important shots in his game on the weekend and he played quite well he, and he just you know the less time he has the ball is the less least less amount of time to do dumb shit because he's a guy that tends to do a little bit of dumb shit on the court you know silly fouls you know silly like niggly things and a little bit of you know a b- bit of argy-bargy so that, that's been good but yeah 35 minutes of down Adams a game it's pretty hard to stop Um, To be completely honest with you, definitely caught visionary as well. Some of the dust, um, dump offs to Cooks and Martin, Mm. and you know just getting guys open as well because you can see them collapsing when he goes to the rim. But um,
0: yeah, man. And yeah, that that was going to be my next point. Right, is he knows how to orchestrate an offense and get people involved. And as much as Casper kind of did that a little bit, like I think Jalen Adams knows he can score the ball. So he can give it up in moments like he, he doesn't have to rely on making those passes. And I'm gonna like put myself in the shop window here and make this pass. Like it just happens in the flow of the offense because guys are really collapsing down on him because he's been scoring. He can get these dumps off, and to have guys like Cooks and Jarrell around the basket, I think it's it's gonna be like as it builds, as it crescendos through the end of the season. I think some teams are gonna struggle to stop it. Um, we've seen, I think Adelaide. It's it's an interesting mix of players. Like I I don't like their offense at all. I was watching that game, just going like, mm, swing swing post up, that that that's great. Pass out of a post up, swing swing another post up. Like mm, this is pretty pretty rubbish offense. Um, but at, at the same time, I think it was important to for for the Kings to kind of overcome a scenario like this, where it's just like wow, we had dudes just literally barreling down at the hoop, like just barreling into guys at the hoop. And we weren't really getting that many calls. There was a little bit of, like, here and there. But we stood the test. Like, I think a couple of seasons ago, we might have just crumbled in a moment like that. Like, I think we saw a couple of losses in the last couple of seasons against Adelaide where it was just like, oh, look, DJ pounds it inside and then right at the end, he just shoots some threes and they win a game. Um, we definitely took that away from them, I think, a little bit. And it was good to see, like, Besto, I think, and Jarell are probably two of the premier big men in the league in terms of footwork, scoring, and then DJ as well. The more you kind of make him work... I think the less effective he becomes around the rim. Like he's a really good player around the rim, but the more you pressure him, make him work, make him work hard. And it was just Xavier Cooks, like on the defensive end. Like he's just like yeah. you, you're mine now, and you want some of this, <laughs> you're mine now as well. And it was like, wow, man, just he is just on another level as well.
1: He's he's that Jarrell up to up, yeah. He's that um that that Jay Sean Tate uptake isn't he he's just one three point shot away from playing in the NBA
0: let's be real like yeah as a
1: bench piece in the NBA he's, a, he's one three point shot away like you, you know you don't really need to have a mid range game to be successful as a piece in the NBA you just need to be able to shoot the three and he's that because he's kind of that all defensive NBL style player but you know his post moves are just crazy on another level yeah. the NBL just like some of those spin moves and finishing and putbacks are just crazy so
0: just knowing that he can dunk the ball through traffic that dunk on Soto was just phenomenal and you could I watched the replay again just before we went live like Soto sees it and you can tell he sees it and goes right I'm going to try and block that and it's just too late like Cooks was just in the perfect position he just went up and yammed that thing it was it was great to see I think he had three dunks um some pretty big ones too. And that gets us going too. Like I think it gets this team going. Like we love a good highlight dunk. We've seen Jalen Adams pull off the highlight dunk. Jarrell likes to dunk in traffic. And I think, you know, spurs this team on Um, role player wise, like I was saying before, Sean, like relegating Shawnee Bruce to, you just need to do a couple of things now, mate. Like we're not relying on you now to score the ball. You don't have to create that much. You just come in and out of the team a little bit. And I think that's kind of a little bit better for Shawnee Bruce the, the level that he's playing at now. And then you got other guys like Glover coming into the mix. He, he's been a little bit quiet. And Wani, I think we should talk quickly about Wani's on-ball defense has been massive as well. Like, his ability to just, all right, I'm just going to lock up the op- opposition guard. And he, he did a really good job on McCarran early. I think Jalen Adams... Offensively isn't as good as uh, sorry defensively isn't as good as he is offensively. I think that's yeah. that's a given and that's that's fair enough because all the best point guards you know you don't say are uh, as good as they are um, defensively as they are offensively. Um, but some of this this role player stuffs kind of just falling into place. Um, yeah, is defense off the bench and then Ian Clark defensively. Yeah, I was not expecting the level of on ball that he's been given. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's from playing in the Warriors system. I mean, you've got to be a good defensive mm-hmm. on-ball player if you're getting any kind of minutes in a Warriors system. Mm. You forget he was, he played in that 2016-17 run. I mean, mm. he's
0: but yeah, he's I was a, a lot of that, and he didn't do—he didn't do a lot. There was a lot of actually, kind of him and West off the bench, like two-man game where they were both on a, a certain wavelength. Which I think, as the season goes on, we might see a little bit more of that with the um with the bigs that he's out there on the floor with. But the the level of actual legitimate on ball that I've seen from him is giving us another push as well. Because I think having Bruce Wani and then Ian Clark as another guy. And then like you can throw Jalen Adams at dudes. Like he's not a minus on defense. He's not great, but he's not a minus. I think it's an underrated little aspect of our little surge at the moment too. And you know, hats yeah. off to Buford man. He's kind of solved this a little bit. I think it would have been very easy to sort of say Five-out doesn't work, man. And then he kept doing it for a little bit. Like, we're not sitting here going like, oh, well, you just changed it overnight. And that's what's... Like, he kept that going for maybe two or three games more until Adams came back, found his legs. And then I think he just collapsed it a little bit. Like, instead of just going, right, we're just going to change the the thing up totally, he collapsed it just a little bit. And I think the speed aspects kind of kept us running and kept us in these games. Yes, the transition uh,
1: offense definitely is... Superior with um, with the the, the the quick team they have. I mean, like their slowest player on the floor is Joel Martin, and he's by no means a lumbering centre. So, I mean, and that's he uh, he's actually a good of, fit. I he
0: he looks a little bit better. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, be honest. What... Defensively, he's <laughs> still a little bit. But I think like it's like the pull along effect, right? That's yeah. like well, you have to be quicker, man. Oh, okay, and then you cool. get a boost, right? Um, and just the level that Cooks is playing. I mean, 25 points. Dunks galore, um, hit a three, which was a nice, that, that rainbow, like just the dagger <laughs> at the end of that first half. It was funny because um, there was like Dusty Hannes at the start of that game and Withers, like I think Withers fired the crowd up off like one of the first couple of threes that he made. And you're like, it's, it's two minutes into the game, man. Like, all right, get the crowd fired up. And then I think he had two air balls um, in the, over the next few minutes and then Dusty Hannes came out and just was carving it up. We couldn't we couldn't stop him at all, and I think like seeing that was interesting. Like, ooh, fat little fast guard. Um, it's very cotton-like. Like, he's obviously not on the same level as cotton. It was interesting to see how this team kind of changes it up late. We'll go, but we we'll going about. But at the end of that, fir- at the end of that first half, he hit those free throws, and I actually accidentally like just was like, okay, he's hitting these free throws. I'll just skip to the the highlights in the half, and it was like, what. That score doesn't look right. Like, it's not 47-42. Like, what the hell? And then I went back and I saw him hit that three. It was just, like, so good, man, for a guy like Cooks. Just awesome.
1: Yeah. It's, um like I said, he you, you want your Australian talent to be able to go overseas and thrive and, you know, for the Boomers to, um, you know, keep going. Just quite quietly, the uh, Boomers just beat Japan in yeah. a World Cup qualifier.
0: Not, not much um, uh, fanfare about that.
1: It's not. It's it's, a, it's on YouTube, so you can watch the full game on YouTube. They're live on YouTube, but um, it's a pretty, it's a pretty um. Basic, uh, NBL, uh, not even NBL kind of like. I mean, our best player by far is Nick K, and he's still amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, but Angus Brand's playing. It was like, dude, I haven't seen that name for a long time. Mm. Um, Angus Brand's playing, and he played really well, man. Just his you know rim game against a whole bunch of Japanese people. Yeah, you know, just he this chubbing game.
0: He still
1: out there? No, man, he's not. He's no, yeah, he's uh, he had to take his polio. And,
0: uh... <laughs> what about Rue? Did Rue <laughs> end up making an appearance? No, he'd be playing no, NBA. He's no, NBA now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when we these, watched these that game, man, and he just tore us apart. Yeah, and then him uh, and Nick. Yeah, a season a season later, we're just like, what? He's six nine and like two twenty. What the hell? What happened to him, man? He was like small and just tearing us apart. But um. I think it's interesting too because did you think Bairstow played well in that game?
1: Yeah, I think Cam has definitely um, had a bit of a resurgence this season. He looks good, man. Mm. You know, mid-range games there, he can shoot three, plays on the low block well defensively, you know, annoys, annoying some guards as well, which I found quite strange because really not known for his quick footwork in, in mm, you know, mm. his Illawarra days or anything like that. So, yeah, he's he's had a resurgence. He's definitely one of the premier, you know, Power forward centers in the league. Um he's kind of the glue guy to keep Adelaide together because their their offense is kind of really started without him on the floor. It just kind of it, it goes nowhere. And um has been a real disappointment this year as well.
0: Yeah. Radu had
1: so much promise. Yeah. And know, then, he's been a real disappointment.
0: Like I was saying, like just watching the start of that game was just like post-up, swing, swing, post-up, swing, swing, post-up. It's just like what, really like is this what your offense is you know withers is a shooter um Desch, who i like defensively he's kind of on that whiny level of or bruce level of just like can't rely on him just to get 20 points a game and then we i thought we just put the clamps on mccarran it's like okay well you know we'll let dusty hannes you know beat us and then we kind of put the mm. clamps on mccarran and then when mccarran playmakes in the team you look at it and just go it's too many bigs, man. Like, way too many bigs here. Yeah. Boys. And then Kai Soto. What do you think of Kai Soto? Gimmicky. Kind of looks like G League. You know what I mean? Like, it's just or it's college just the level. Filipino tar- yeah. The Filipino yeah. taco four. Yeah.
1: It's kind of, like you seven 7'3. You know, um, does he have some skill? Yeah, he's got some skills. He's not the most skilled big, but I mean, look, we haven't really been a judge of good judge of characters. And I thought the was overhyped.
0: And he's oh, made. No, I'm, I'm not taking an L on that, that showing for Lawara, There's no way anyone who was just like, what, what was that? And then sees him in the NBA. doesn't just go, no, 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 no. That was totally, totally different. Totally different. Yeah. Like, what he showed um, us in the NBL was just like, I'm just going to take 19 shots. And they're like, all of them are going to be bad. Whereas somebody clearly like intercepted him before he went into that draft and went into that. It's Michael Jackson, and went, and Michael like, Jordan. Bang! Like you're not going to do this, and he went, "Oh, okay, yeah, sure." And, you know, but I like Soto. If he fills out, man, like he could be a a nice little player if he ends up going over and getting drafted. I can see him kind of getting stashed a little bit. Yeah, he, um, yeah he'll get, he'll get, he'll get deep second now, G League. I think he just kind of came up against uh, red hot. Bigs, small bigs. They're not they're not natural bigs. They're not big bigs. Yeah. They're kind of small bigs. And that's a real, real interesting wrinkle because we've got the ability to kind of just you know, try and beat cooks and people get goaded into this. Yeah, right, I'll smash cooks and cooks just goes, yeah, you didn't you didn't beat me. Like and then Jarrell's a little bit like that as well. And I think be on just on Bearstow, great footwork travels just so much so many uncalled travels I was watching this so many times slow down and yeah, that's travel that's travel um, but if you can get away with it in this league um I think yeah like, all hats off to you and it kind of made me think a little bit like man if we could get Jarrell some of these looks like Jarrell didn't have the greatest game but like if we can get him looks where you're just like oh swing swing post up um I think he has the ability to be like a besto where he just tortures people inside um, with his fadeaways and floaters and stuff like that and any any other no makers appearance uh, Bales had a few minutes too uh, Clark three of ten a couple of silly fouls um, but all in all that was that was a pretty good performance even though or oh, DJ DJ looked a bit he hit a couple of big shots looked a bit, like, yeah like a
1: little big bit big shots hmm. but you know he, he Streaky, he's streaky, you know that he gets he has some, bad games, but then the next game he drops 30. And like, oh, that's why it's a
0: little it's bit a different like team as well. Jalen, is this Jalen makes him a little bit redundant,
1: he does, but like this is the whole thing, right? Is that he makes him redundant and then it's just like, and DJ hits the dagger. You know? Ooh,
0: that That's the thing, right? Because Jalen can get to the foul line off the dribble. And then once you know DJ Off Ball makes that move, Jalen can just hit that floater anyway. So it's like he's yeah. not necessarily looking for a, like a kick out into the corner or a kick out to eleven o'clock. Jalen can kind of make those floaters. So I, it, I think as the the season goes on, I'd like to see you know DJ come off a high screen, and then Jalen hit him with a couple of those. You know spot up shots for three i think he well, yeah. starts to knock those down then yeah definitely but he kind of i feel like he kind of needs something else to his game like maybe a little little drive game he's he's always struggled i think a little bit on the uh drive and score game but it, it'll be interesting to see how he fits over the next few weeks but ultimately as jalen adams making these shots you know you just we're just riding that and you know the, the fall will come those things those little floaters i think there'll be a time where they don't go um, but I, I do like, you know, the Cooks spark, the the Jarrell Martin spark, we've got Glover spark off the bench, Brucey can run a little point, shoot a little bit, two or four from three in this game, not as many assists, but still, you know, making things happen. And then we've still got, you know, DJ and then Wani's shots just falling off a cliff, but he can come back and then Clark can take these outrageous threes and hit them. And you go, ooh, yeah, we've finally, finally got a little, uh, little little yo-yo action here, which I think is gonna hold us in some good stead. For the rest of the season, now, should we do 3-2-1? Cool. Uh, 36ers, I had Adams for... No, I had Cooks for three. I had Adams for three, Cooks for two. uh,
1: Yeah, I'm going to
0: draw one. I'm going to go Bruce for one. I thought Brucey was pretty important off the bench. Uh and you went Jarrell, Martin. Martin. And I think that about covers the game in general. Um do we want producer. to go into next week's tipping? The round actually hasn't finished yet, and I haven't done the the thing, which is pretty annoying. I'll do it on the fly. Uh what are we doing here? We want fixtures.
1: We actually haven't got that many rounds
0: left, I don't know. That yeah, was, I think. I, he was explaining it in the telecast, like he was going, yeah, like, they're gonna play this guy, this guy, this team, this, and I was just like, too fast, man, slow down, like, look, this this run doesn't mean anything. And then he said at the end, oh, they don't have to play Melbourne and they play Perth once, and I was like, well, we got Perth in the bag anyway at the moment. And then not playing Melbourne is also huge. Um, but we, we just haven't played the Taipans at all this season and the 36ers. So I'm sure there's just a bunch of Taipans and 36ers games. Yeah, we've got Taipans
1: two weeks in a row. Single game weeks, two weeks in a row. Yeah, well, that's, that's you know, basically because we haven't played them. Round 14 is, yeah, is Taipans, Kings Taipans week. 15 is... Uh, Types. Kings Taipans and it's, it's one game week as well. So we've... We've kind of hit the um you know, the hit the, the breaks on games. mean we're we're three ahead of Perth and you know, it's four ahead of Cairns. So yeah, we're we're kinda of slowing down, I suppose. Sydney's had the least disruption since the season started. So um yeah, man. We've come right into four dollars as well to win it as well, which is crazy.
0: Yeah, and I think man, we're worth it for that. I think this team's got a real punch's chance. It's we're kinda of hitting that stride at the right time. Um, yep. Five in a row. It says five in a row here. I think it's six in a row. Uh, all right, 36ers are at home to Southeast Melbourne to start. 36ers. I'm going Phoenix. They always Phoenix have a good are hot, man. Yeah. They beat Perth. I think they're they're okay. starting to become the real deal. It's yeah, time to get on that wave. They just they always lose stupid games. They lose stupid games. So true. They just like lose these games. We're just like, what are you doing? Uh Jack Jumpers are then at the Silverdome to the New Zealand Breakers.
1: Oh
0: we breakers. <laughs> this man needs points. Uh Melbourne United are playing Brisbane at John Kane.
1: Uh Melbourne.
0: United for me. I'm oh, I'm going Jack Jumpers against the Breakers. Uh, 36ers uh-huh. are then at home and in Adelaide against Perth. Perth, yeah. Perth for me. Perth's an interesting one, man. A few games, yeah, sucking in the big ones. A few games away from home, eh? A few losses. Hmm, interesting.
1: Yeah, through mine though. They've still got a chance to to pop ahead of us.
0: So does Illawarra as well. So we're kind of you know, we're in the mix, but we're not free by any means uh the kings are then playing the taipans at home yeah kings easy it's it's got like and they lose finally after six games they have a stinker and lose oh. at home and everyone goes oh my god Uh yeah i'm going kings as well southeast melbourne and play, are playing the illawarra hawks on the
1: hawks have been terrible
0: they've been but rough you just can't run, come. Man, rough. um
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go southeast Melbourne. You're gonna bounce back from their loss to Adelaide.
0: Oh man. This that's the game where I'm like Finch is gonna come unstuck in this game. But yeah, you're right. The Hawks what are we looking at? She she Mitch Creek kind of in that in that small forward, power forward area is where the Hawks struggle too. Like they've got chalky shooters. Um, they've got Sam Froehling, who's a little bit undersized. I'll go Phoenix as well for that. No, I'm che- I've totally flip-flopped. Phoenix are going to continue their epic run. Uh, and then to finish out the round, Monday is New Zealand Breakers, technically at home to the Bullets. We're going to go to the Bullets. Bullets. Can't believe they lost to the Taipans. Jesus. And that is next week's tips. Uh, should we talk... Any Kings going forward? What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty straight round a couple of weeks against
0: Cairns. Cairns are just... Poor old 40. Got Machado. Yeah. Oh, Machado. Got Machado. just complains so much. So much to the point where you're like, just stop complaining and play, man. Like, can you stop? Like, relax. <laughs> like, just relax and you might play better. like <laughs> Calm down. Yeah. Um, I think they've had uh, Nate Jawai out as well. Um, they've got a young, a very young guy, um, Bol or Buol or something like that. I'm going to break the name, but I'm, I'm trying to bring up their team here. Um, who's been just been knocked, anytime I've looked up and seen him take a shot, he's knocked it down. And I'm like, whoa, all right, mm. sweet. Um, which is kind of the role that, uh, Deng really should be, Majok Deng should be playing and he hasn't really been doing yeah. it. Um, Pinder, you always get like the fake hustle minutes. Qol, um, not bowl. um yeah, And then Jerick's it. kind of come back and is just hitting a few threes here and there. Still uh, awful, awful. And then Zimmerman started the year quite well. Um, he's another one where you just maybe looking at it going, ooh, don't know. Like, will he be the one to stop Cooks and Jarrell getting to the hoop? But then you kind of look at it and go, probably not. Like a one, bit of a one-man army. You look at the rest of that team, it's kind of all smalls. Majok Deng's quite quite a a slight forward. Um, And then to hear McCall taking 20 shots against Brisbane and you're like, that's a lot of shots, man, for 12 points, sure thing. Um, but yeah, I, I'd I'd hope that we're just going to handily dispatch of them. Yeah, I I would think so. I would um, think so. Got a few stats here. That... Yep. Xavier Cooks averaging thirteen points. That's pretty big. I think he's top five blocks as well. I think he's fourth. He has one point seven blocks a game. Let's uh let's take it out to the. He's fourth. In blocks
1: is uh, in rebounds he's second uh, at um, 9.4 rebounds per game only Zimmerman's above him and he could take out the rebounds
0: and yeah he's um, yeah wow what a season that's some uh, 17th in points so I mean like that's a yeah. pretty illustrious company that's some pre- <laughs> some pretty good stats man I can't I can't praise him yeah. enough because he has been just and loves it too. Like it's always great when you see someone that deserves and plays like they deserve. He doesn't complain, he doesn't whinge, doesn't you know? He's not a diva. Always like after also in the post game congratulating other people, saying, "Oh no, Glover came in and he played really well." You know the the whole team's playing really well. It's great to see, uh-huh. it. and it's always great when those sorts of players get their dues. And yeah, he's just been fantastic. Can't can't give him enough praise. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll uh, end it there. Um, I don't think we've got anything else. A couple of games against the Taipans, a little, hopefully a little champagne poppers against them. Get a couple of wins under our belt. Uh, as always, we're live right now on Facebook. Uh, we'll put these up on replay on YouTube. You can always listen to us back and replay on Facebook as well. Or you can go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify and Anchor. And subscribe to us and listen to us in audio format. That will be up after this podcast very soon after I rip it. And as always, we'll be back next Monday night. So we will see you guys next time. The King's die.